Hi everyone, and thank you so much for tuning into Grow With Grief, a podcast that aims to make the uncomfortable comfortable and open up the conversations around grief and loss. My name is Katrina, and together we will be hearing different stories from different people, how grief has impacted their life and what they've learned from it. And together we will create a community that normalizes the conversations around grief and loss. Shana is a pregnancy loss life coach, supporting women through miscarriage or pregnancy loss. She helps women move through their journey of gaining support and healing by knowing that she has been there too. She has been in their shoes and they too can come out of that dark tunnel. Shana offers support, helps women find clarity and heal. She helps individuals realise that this isn't the end and that they have the power within themselves to restore happiness back into their life, whatever that might look like. In this conversation, we talk all about pregnancy loss, parental loss, the fact that grief isn't just for those that you can physically see, the tools to move forward and allowing yourself to be happy again and so much more. Can't wait for you to hear this episode. Don't forget to like, share and subscribe and let us know what you think. And I'm going to stop talking now so that you can get stuck straight into it. Hi Shana, how are you today? I'm going really well, thank you very much. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for being here and being willing to share. Um, For anybody that doesn't know who you are, would you please be able to just give a brief as you can wrap up of your story um, to where you are today? Yeah, so um, I am a pregnancy loss coach. So I um, fell, I sort of fell into this because essentially that was, something that I experienced um, in 2017, we lost our first baby and um, I just felt like um, I was the only person going through a miscarriage and I knew that there needed to be more support uh, within this area uh, to support women going through the healing and to know that, that it is normal um, with what they're feeling. So um yeah, over the past three years, I've just been doing, um, setting up my business and doing study. Um, and in 2018, we had our rainbow baby. So um, that was, yeah, a blessing. Um, but yeah, so I've just been sort of working on myself and my business and <laughs> here we are. <laughs> well, first of all, I think, the fact that you've taken a traumatic experience for you and turned it into something to create hope for others is truly wonderful um, and really, really inspiring. So hats off to you for that. Not many people can do that. So um, thank you. But prior to your pregnancy loss, what was your understanding of grief? Did you understand that there might be grief attached to a pregnancy loss? Uh, absolutely not. Um, I so going back a little bit further. I was when I was nineteen. I lost my dad. Um, so I was exposed to grief uh, from a very young age, and even before, like growing up, like I guess just totally oblivious to the fact that that would ever be a part of my life. Like I just um, I didn't think that grief even existed. Um, and then obviously experienced grief, uh, with my dad. Um, I, 
And then after my miscarriage, like I, I didn't know what was happening. I didn't know that, you know, grief would actually be a part of it until it happened. Um, and then once I was experiencing these feelings, I was just like, I knew, I knew what it was. I knew that um, I was actually grieving um, because they were the same feelings that were coming back um, that I had experienced with my dad. So, but yeah, absolutely um, oblivious to the fact that that would have actually been something that I would have experienced um, mm. because I guess, and I, I do hear it a lot with other women is, you know, um, I lost my baby at seven weeks, so I didn't have anything external um, to to see or to, you know, to hold. So people just like, well, you shouldn't be grieving because there's nothing there. And I was like, no, like there is something there. There was something there that was my baby. Um, and what I am experiencing is grief. Um, so again, that's something, I guess, that it seems to be, a, like a broader thing as well that people don't understand um, that you can grieve even though you don't you didn't have something sort of on the outside something external for people to see mm. I think that's such a big misconception mm. that, that something has to like physically be there that you're touching or holding for you to grieve it when actually I can't speak from experience, but that you're grieving a life that you thought was going to be, and you still, yeah. have, you still, you went through that whole process um, of finding out you were pregnant and the excitement, and mm. to have to lose yeah. that must have been so painful. Yeah, and like you just said um, as well, like it is, you're grieving as soon as you find out that you're pregnant. Like you are so over the moon. So, and you automatically get attached to that new little baby inside of you and also that future that you're creating um, in your head because obviously like it's, you know, potentially if you feel like me, something that I've wanted for a very, very long time. Um, so my mental image of my future had shifted at that point too. So it wasn't just grieving my baby it was grieving the future that I had um for that uh for us and for the baby as well so it's um yeah you sort of it's just like a double whammy and people don't just don't understand because it's not something I guess because you can't it's almost like I remember having to tell them that I was pregnant and I lost it so that it justified how I was feeling. Mm -hmm. um, but even in saying that, like people just, they still were just like, oh, well, kind of just get over it. Like, you know, the same, it's exactly the same grief that I experienced with my dad. So like you've lost, you've lost that life. You've lost like that love, that huge love that you had. So why is that any different, like between my dad and um, my baby, but mm. just that there was nothing on the outside. Mm. 
And how did that impact your everyday life? Um, it shattered me. I pretty much for a period of time just locked myself away. Um, initially I was numb. I'd cried so much that I felt like I couldn't cry anymore. Um, I didn't want to see anyone. I didn't want to talk to anyone. I didn't want to have to explain what was happening and why I was feeling that way. Um, so it was hard. It was, I guess, um, just that I knew that it was um, a feeling of being depressed, just wanting to sort of lock myself away and just pretend that I guess it wasn't happening, but it was. Um, and I was just hurting. Like, and it just, like, I had the support of my husband and my family, um, but uh, other people just didn't understand. So, yeah, I kind of just um, went inside like inside me, inside my home. I just, yeah, kept to myself. Mm. It can be quite isolating, I can imagine. Yeah. Grief, grief in general, I think, can be quite isolating at times, um, especially yeah. when there's big misconceptions attached to it and misunderstandings. So what has, what was it like for you then when you had your second child? Yeah, so... I did a lot of work on myself um, because I knew that I wanted to have another baby. I knew that I couldn't stay, I couldn't stay stuck in the grief because essentially that was going to then be sort of exacerbated with the second pregnancy. Um, and even though I had done a lot of work on myself, the second pregnancy, I was, I was scared. I would, there was a lot of fear that was attached to it. Um, although I had sort of given myself tools um, to be able to process the fear and the anxiety and the overwhelm that sort of came along with it. Because essentially every little cramp, every little feeling that I had, I was so scared. I'm like, is that normal? So there was a lot of talking to myself to reassure myself um, that you know I was okay and not every pregnancy is the same um and this one could potentially could potentially be different and it was um so I made a conscious choice to allow myself to feel what I was feeling cry if I needed to feel afraid if I needed to but enjoy the whole process um, so I actually was really grateful for the whole pregnancy. I look back at it now and I enjoyed the whole thing, even though there was really crappy times within that, that I took myself to the hospital cause I was afraid. Um, I still really enjoyed it because I was given that, that second opportunity to, to experience it. So yeah. And then. She arrived in 2018, so that was um, happy and healthy. Good, good, I'm glad. Yeah. <clears throat> um, so what has been your biggest lesson that you've taken from both of your experiences with grief? Um, so with my dad, it was actually, which 
which I then took into the, the miscarriage as well. Um, I, I stayed in depression with my dad for a long time. So I, I didn't have the coping mechanism to actually know what was happening and to be able to process it. But um, there came a day where well, I felt like I had to stay sad. I felt like I had to stay in the grieving period to remember him. So I was depressed for a year. I was, I was, in the, I was stuck in the past trying to do whatever, whatever we did together so that I could remember him. Um, and yeah, there came a day that it, I just sort of felt like I was pulled out of that. And I realized that it, I didn't have to stay sad. I didn't have to stay in grief to remember him. And because I was in a better mindset that I actually remembered him more fondly like with better memories and I wasn't so emotional every time I would recall a memory about him um and that sort of that concept helped me with the miscarriage as well like I knew that to remember my baby um I didn't have to stay sad I could remember them and I can be happy I'm allowed to be happy and I know that that's what they would have wanted for me as well. Um, if either of them are looking down on me, they wouldn't want me to stay sad. So um, to sort of, I guess, honour them as well, to be able to um, move forward. You're not moving on like by choosing to be happy again. You're just moving forward um, and you can remember them sort of better. Um, and not so be so emotional, like, like the intense emotion isn't attached to their memory anymore. Mm. That must be such a freeing place to be able to, to get to. Have you got any mm. tools that people could use and that helped you aside from you obviously had a very good mindset, um, but have you got any tools that people can use to help them move through that process? Um, yeah, so I, the program that I actually created for uh, out of my miscarriage has a lot of, like everything that I sort of used, all the tools and resources that I used um, to help me through the grief and sort of come out um, the other side and to be able to look forward to that really beautiful future that, we so deserve. Um, what I can say is, uh, which I hear a lot, is um, they don't want to feel sad or they don't want to feel like whatever they're feeling because it is confronting. But to, to heal and to actually be able to, you know, move through the grief, to be able to have that beautiful future and whether or not it is with another baby in it, like however that looks for them, um, they have, I want to say they have to, but um, we need to acknowledge how we're feeling. We need to really honour how we're feeling and just sit with it and know that it's okay. You know, be angry, be sad, be frustrated. It's uncomfortable and it is, it is confronting, 
but release like feeling it and releasing it um will be so healing for them for their for their soul and just to be able to start that healing process Mm. yeah it can be so tempting to try and rush it and try and get to a place Mm. of peace Mm. but in doing so it can kind of prolong the process for you because you've not fully felt those hard emotions that that we all need to feel to be able to process what's what's happened yeah absolutely and you know the feelings are coming for a reason you know they're coming to show you something so they're not necessarily there for a negative reason like they're there for for a reason and it's understanding you know why that that feeling has come up for you um and yeah not pushing it aside not pushing it down because essentially when we do that it's going to come up in another area of our life um it will present in a different way so even though we might go oh i don't want to deal with that now it will come back some into some other form so being able to just you know if you in that moment you might feel a trigger something's happened um just to allow yourself to be there and cry be angry whatever it is um that you're feeling and yeah just working through that so yeah that's essentially like the framework that i've created is how to actually do that and you know step by step um, be able to welcome the emotion and understand it um, and then release it Mm-hmm. my yeah. friend worded it once as having a cup of tea with the devil yeah. <laughs> yeah I like I think because I'm English I like the tea reference but I think that is so true it's it's scary it's painful but it's important to do um yeah so I've got a two-part question so I'll ask the first part that you answer it and then I'll ask the second part but the first part is what bit of advice would you give to a person who is experiencing grief specifically through pregnancy loss? Yeah. Um, Just to feel what you need to feel, not what other people tell you you should be feeling. Um, Don't let anyone say because they because you didn't have a baby, you weren't holding a baby that you weren't allowed to, to, to grieve because, or feel the way that you're feeling because what you're feeling is totally justified. Um, so just allow yourself to be there and to feel whatever it is that you need to. And the second piece of advice is for a person who is trying to support a person who is experiencing the grief. Um, sorry, can you say that again? (laughs) So the second piece is, um, what advice would you give to a person who is trying to support someone who is grieving? Yeah. So, um, just be gentle. Um, I guess, you know, if it is in a relationship, um, sort of both come from a place of understanding, um, and sort of curiosity, I guess, in how the other person is feeling. Um, 
and just to not put your opinion on either the woman that's going through it or the, if it's like external, like extended family onto the couple, um, you know, just even if all you say is, I'm sorry, I'm here for you, that's so much more than ignoring them, like, or ignoring that it even happened, not acknowledging them or the baby. Um, so just, yeah, coming from a place of understanding and acknowledging that that's what they've gone through. Um, and when, if it is like between a relationship, just, yeah, being gentle with each other because you're both grieving mm -hmm. and everyone grieves differently. So what, say, for example, what I was feeling was completely different to what my husband was feeling. Um, and it can cause a lot of tension because you don't see eye to eye about it. Um, so just, yeah, giving, giving each other some grace and sort of, being able to come from a place of understanding from both of you. I think that's really good advice and to also note that the man is grieving too, the dad is grieving yeah. too, which can sometimes I think be forgotten. Yeah. Um, yeah. So I don't know if you've got any thoughts on that and, and able to elaborate a little bit more on how it can impact a father too. Um, I just know from my personal experience, he wanted to be strong for me. Um, he didn't want to tell me how he was feeling. So I guess depending on the type of male, <laughs> if, if you might have a sensitive one, that's quite open to sharing their feelings, or you might have one like mine that was a more closed off, um, because, um, he was, I think, afraid to show any real emotion. So he would kind of get angry um, at situations that he couldn't control where I knew that that's the way that he was grieving because he wanted to be able to control something. Um, so I guess just even if the man doesn't want to talk, um, just say that, you know, you will have that discussion with them and even if they just want to listen it kind of just opens up that sort of the opportunity for the man to to share if they want to share if not then that's okay and then they might share um share how they're feeling the next time you have a discussion um, but just let them know that it's okay um, if they do want to to say how they're truly feeling um, yeah, and just giving them that opportunity. And I think if you start sharing how you're feeling, it sort of gives them permission um, to do that as well in a safe space. Mm. Mm, definitely. Uh, thank you for that. Um, so, <laughs> so how can people connect with you if they're thinking that they would really benefit from that extra support if they've been through a similar circumstance that, yeah, how can people connect with you and have a chat? <laughs> yeah. Um, so, yeah, I am on social media. So um, just they can send me a phone request um, through my Facebook. So it's just Shana Salvin. Um, I have a Facebook page, uh, the Institute of Healing Through Pregnancy Loss. Um, and I also have an Instagram 
um, account for both of the, my personal and my business as well. So it's just Shana Southern, my personal and then Institute of Healing, but it's just underscore PL um, for Instagram. So yeah, and if they are um, interested in sort of, you know, taking that next step forward um, in their healing, then um, definitely reach out because um, you're not alone um, and I am here to guide and support you. Amazing. And I'll pop all of that information in the show notes as well so people can find you. Just out of interest, the programs that you run, are they group, are they one-on-one or are they a mixture? Um, so they're one-on-one. Um, I find, especially pregnancy loss being um, a very sensitive topic, um, I have had interest for group sessions, but at the moment it's just one-on-one um, so that I know that the women are getting the, you know, the most sort of attentive support um, that they need moving forward um, so that I'm able to, you know, really be present with them, work through all of the, you know, the framework with them specifically. Um, so, yeah, it's just at the moment it's one-on-one because I believe that that's sort of the best, uh, fit for the women so far but you know down the future uh, down the track in the future it could potentially um, create some groups but yeah it's an option for the for down the track <laughs> perfect thank you um so before we say goodbye have you got any last words of wisdom for anybody that may be listening um i just want to say, you know, allow yourself to be where you are. Know that that this pain that you're feeling, it doesn't last forever. Um, because I know that that's what I felt. I felt like that was going to be my new reality. Um, know that it doesn't last forever. And you do have a beautiful future on the other side of it. You just have to be able to work through where you are now. Amazing. Thank you so much. It was such a pleasure to have you on here. And, you know, I feel extremely grateful that you shared your story here and with this community too. So thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you again so much for having me. If you enjoyed listening to today's episode, please don't forget to like, share and subscribe. I invite you to also come and be a part of the community by connecting with us on Instagram at Grow With Grief. Before we go, I want to take the time to thank you. Thank you for tuning in and being part of a community that opens conversation, raises awareness and brings individual perspectives and stories to the forefront of a topic that is often avoided and treated as uncomfortable. The conversations that we have may sometimes bring your own emotions, memories and triggers to the surface and I want to encourage you to know that you are not alone. If you or anyone you care for is in need of support, please reach out to your local support line or if you are in Australia, you can contact Griefline by phone on 1300 845 745 who are available from midday to 3am every day.